Hello everybody and welcome back to the Local Feed Show. In this episode, we sat down with Amanda Ho. I was introduced to Amanda Ho when we when they were working on Combined Cell, uh, I think in Republic Poly around 2017-2018. She along with her founding partners started Combined Cell. What is Combined Cell? Well, it's Singapore's number one multi-channel e-commerce solution. And recently, in 2019, they were acquired by Shopmatic. On this episode, we talked about what does being an entrepreneur means to her. Does being a female entrepreneur ever was an obstacle? She shares with us her experiences and journey on how they started Combined Cell, how to get started when you have an idea, you know, looking for mentors, looking for investors and more why it's also important to start out with why so before we get to it if you want to support us there are a few ways you can do so Uh, share an episode with your friends go to our website localfeed.co to see how you can help subscribe to our youtube we are on spotify itunes and google podcast so without further ado remember be bold and stay inspired here is amanda ho Hello. Hi. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for taking the time from your busy schedule to come and come down and sit down with us. Okay. I mean, I know who you are, but if you could like tell us a bit about yourself okay. and what you do. Okay. So uh, I'm Amanda. Okay. I'm the co-founder and CMO of Combine Cell. Okay. So um, what Combine Cell is just a very brief introduction about Combine Cell. So okay. Combine Cell is a software as a service platform that helps to aggregate all the different marketplaces, channels into a single platform. Okay. So allow business owners to manage it across all the different marketplaces in just a single dashboard. Okay. So to be very very simple and short. Yes, correct. We are the Shivago, but okay. for sellers. Okay. So yeah. your kind, your solution is kind of like bringing all their platforms together into one. Yeah. So technically, right. everything they can control under one dashboard. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So this must, I mean, why this must have bugged you, or this must have like something must mm. have like kind of like united you to kind of do this. Well, why? If you tell us a bit more about that, because yeah. Okay, so previously I have a team of three different founders. So mm. I have my founder, I have two different co-founders. And I have one tech and one basically is just everything. Okay. So Junyong and Gerald. Okay. Um, so Junyong and I, this is not our first venture together. Um, previously we have another venture. Mm-hmm. So whereby we're actually a multi-channel seller. We bring all the different uh, quirky products like on Kickstarter, Indiegogo, all together um, to actually sell it to the Southeast Asian market. So just to bring awareness to all the different Southeast Asian market. Okay. So um, upon doing that last time we were actually selling, we actually tapped on all the different marketplaces. Mm-hmm. And we found out that uh, our sales are really very good at that time. So we have a very critical issue whereby we want to expand to more different marketplaces and more different channels. But we face a problem like how can we explain because we don't have manpower to do so. Mm-hmm. Because every different marketplace has their own niche and also there is a lot of requirements to do so. So mm-hmm. we have to be valid on all the different marketplaces. Okay. So that's why we actually sat down and we think about it. So if let's say today if there is a software that can help to integrate all, all the different channels all together into a single platform mm-hmm. itself, wouldn't it be perfect? Like wouldn't it be wonderful? Because it's so hard for somebody to actually manage manually across all 10 or 20 different channels. Definitely, big sellers are going to reach that point of time sometimes. So then we thought of this brilliant idea whereby, why not we just um, aggregate all the different channels into a single platform 
And then we just serve business owners. Business owners can just manage through a single dashboard instead of going manually. Okay. So that's how the idea came about and that's how Combined Cell is. Okay, I mean, it sounds simple, right? Because I realized that it sounds simple that the idea, but then the, the back end of things, yeah. right? I mean, probably you have to kind of like know how to kind of like engine, like coding and stuff yes, like that, right? right. So team, mm. so how was, how was the team like for you guys? Because I mean, Everyone, everyone will always wonder, right? It's the team that actually makes makes the dream work, right? Yes, it's not right. just an individual with just a single idea, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, I I would say that we are actually very fortunate. So at that time, uh, me and Junior, we have another friend, which is a hacker friend, so which is Gerald. Okay. So um, he's the one that's in charge of all the different technical okay, stuff. Okay, wait, you say hacker friend, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, no, not those illegal hacking. White type. hacker. Yes. White right. hacker. It's like a little bit like a white hacker. So okay. we have experience in hacking. Okay. Wait. Wait. In case people don't know what white hacker or good hacker yes. back, so you have to elaborate that a bit. So what hacker means to say they are actually not hacking illegally, mm-hmm. but um, it's actually trying to solve issues by maybe if let's say there's no way to actually do this, you can actually hack it. Not hack it, you can actually do it in another way. Okay. Yeah. Alright, okay. so this is the definition of white hacker. <laughs> <laughs> so not the illegal stuff, we're not doing anything illegal here. Yeah, for but sure. But it's, uh, it's just a definition that we call it. So um, he is uh, the one that is in charge of the technical portion. So we have all the different logics together, between me and Junior, and we discussed how we want our um, different aggregators tool to be like, mm-hmm. how the logic to be, how can we link all the different channels. We have it all in mind. Mm-hmm. And then we came down to discuss with Gerald, like, is it uh, logical in his sense uh, as a technical guy? And then he told us it's doable, definitely it's doable. Just that he, there is some, there's some very in-depth technical stuff, which I'm not too sure about. But um, they did mention that it's logical and then he started building this uh, from then onwards. Okay, so the technical bit, you just explained to us like the, the team and T-E-A-M and how it, it's being brought together. Yeah. If someone were to ever kind of like, has everyone like, do, do people who want to kind of start business ever approach you like, so where do they even start? As mm. in, because an idea is an awesome idea, but the thing is then you got to kind of like think about the breakdown of it. Or let's say because you're kind of like tech company, right? Yeah, that's so, right. What advice would you give? I mean, I'm not going to say young because you're pretty, pretty, pretty young. We'll talk about that later. But okay. yeah, so I mean, the steps, the steps to yeah. actually how to create a business. Yeah, and how, how do you, how do you actually get started? As in, has it got to do with the, you know, when you first began, right? Yeah. Does it have to be like, do you know everything? Mm. Right? Yeah. Okay, if you can like share your thoughts. Um, to be very honest, yeah. we started with nothing. We don't have connections to reach out to investors or even to mentors and stuff like that. Along the way, through our educational path, there is a lot of uh, different entrepreneurship programs coming up to actually help us, be it um, RP, be it SUSS. So they are the ones that actually are pushing for us. Um, but actually, particularly how we start, because we are as a multi-channel seller before, and we really do know the pain of every multi-channel seller. From deep in our roots, deep, like through our feelings, we know that it actually affects them. But during that time, before we even validate, uh, we actually assume that they need it okay. without any validation. So um, we, went, we really believe that this will work at that point of time. Mm-hmm. And then we went on, hit on, uh, trying to just validate our, our idea, whether is it doable or whether is it something that fits the market or I would say that is it something that people really need in the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... That's where we actually started. I, I would believe it's maybe because we actually found out this problem and it's really very painful for us because at the point of time, we really just want to expand our business, but we can't because we want to keep our, lean, our team very, very lean. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's very good. I mean, that's a very good sentence that you say because sometimes, right, when you step into business, right, you want a lean team, correct? Yes. But the thing is, in order for you to grow, yeah, you need you know more a people, a, a, like a slightly bigger team yes. with different kind of expertise and yes. all that, right? Correct. So, so you mentioned your educational path in a sense that because I met you in RP, yes. So that was like how many years ago? For two, three, two, three or four, four years, four years, four years ago. Four years. So I first met you in RP, and you were already doing this, right? Yes. Yes. This, that that goes back to how. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, why this path? I know. Okay, so entrepreneurs, right? Some entrepreneurs kind of like want to kind of like do businesses because they find a problem. They are like a by right entrepreneur. Yeah, problem solvers, right? Yeah. But there are some entrepreneurs who just wants to go into business to find. So, for you, I'm assuming is the. For me, I think I'm the one that I like solving problem. My whole. Founders team like to solve problems. Okay. We we don't mind extinguishing the fire, which I always tell my team. Uh, you can just trust any problems, but we will actually make sure that we solve it. Okay. So I think our mindset are the same throughout all our different founders. Mm-hmm. We when we find a problem, we try to solve it, mm-hmm. and then we hope that by solving it, we can actually bring value to others as well. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason that we feel maybe we are uh, we are feeling this, and maybe other sellers or around the whole world people are actually facing this issue. Mm-hmm. So why not we just shout it out and see. Whether how is the like you know the response like and stuff? Like okay. That. So it turns out quite good. Okay. Yeah, because they say that oh, they really not out of ninety five percent people that we actually hundred percent that we actually went to validate, mm-hmm. almost ninety five to ninety eight percent of them say they do have this same problem. Okay. Yeah, which they face to expand their team because I think being an e commerce seller, being an online seller, it's very hard for them to expand their team to a very huge team at the initial very portion mm-hmm. because. We know that they want to keep the team very, very lean. Okay. And understand that there's many different factors to be like all the different expertise to come in. But I would say that maybe there will be another stage when it comes as a um, as a seller itself. There will okay. be another stage. Okay. okay. So this is your second year. Is this your second year for combined sell? Yes, our so official of official second year, yeah. right? Okay. So right now, I mean, you're in that comfortable space where there are, I mean, I'm putting out there because there are, there def- there will definitely be. Investors involved, right? Yeah. So my question is, right? I mean, the question into a lot of like people's mind is, right? If I want to start a business, right? In the first place, for you to pitch your idea to an investor, right? Yeah. And then for you at such a young age, right? Yeah. I mean, how do you even validate that? Or, I mean, that, that requires a lot of like confidence. Yes. In a sense, right? Correct. Okay. If you share your experience with that. Okay. That. So, the our if I would recall, our very first investor that we met. Uh, we are super lucky. We met uh, an investor from Fit Space Venture, okay. Alex. He is a one of a kind investor. Okay. He's super kind. It's not like the definition that everybody has in a VC. Like <laughs> VC is so vicious. They, everything they just talk about money, money, money. They okay. just want ROI, return, and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very caring. He's like a very true mentor to us, definitely. Because at the time, we don't even have somebody to speak to mm-hmm. in terms of investors, in terms of investment. So we pitched an idea to technically we started from RP. So we started we actually validated an idea through RP through all the different business mentors that we have in RP first. Mm-hmm. And then when we are actually ready to actually kickstart to the next stage where we are finding more investors to come in to actually expand the business, to actually move forward much faster. Then RP introduced us to Alex. Okay. So um, Alex was a very kind investor, I would say. He is an investor that I will truly look up to as a mentor also because he's the first one that stepped in. Okay. Um, he bring us lots of values. He even crushed us to the very bottom kind of it will not work, how we should change it, how the, our direction should be. So he really handheld us. So 
maybe to most of the different startups there, my experience as a VC is a little bit different, a little bit special, because he's more like a father to us. Okay. Yeah, it's that kind of very close relationship. Anything that we have problem, we can just reach out to him on our mobile phone twenty four seven. He'll be there. Okay. Yeah. So I would say my experience uh, when I want to pitch an idea to an investor, is a little bit different. but mm-hmm. I did meet other different several investors as well. They are not scary, but they are just uh, I would say practical mm-hmm. and very realistic. So they will be look at numbers, etc., and then they will keep drilling and asking you why why is this number this way. Why not this way? I mean, it's it's true that we have a certain idea of how like VCs are, but the thing is, I feel again at the end of the day, it's a business, right? And then for them to kind of like entrust the amount of money they want, they they would expect something to kind of like grow and stuff yeah. like that. So okay, which means right for someone as young as you, right? Yeah. You would you need to know all aspects of the business because in order for you to kind of like pitch. And an idea or even yeah. pitch your business, right? Yeah. That means you need to know your numbers and all that. So again I asked you, right? As in how how do you even get to that point? That you, you understand the, the numbers. No, as in the whole I mean I'm sure you, you need to know like you know the, the I guess the, the business model mm-hmm. or how it's being built yeah. up and then your your marketing and all that. It's that one's relatively simpler than knowing the numbers. If let's say yeah. someone were to throw you something, right? Like yeah. okay, so how do you get to that and then why is it yeah. that certain number? So how do you do you derive my own numbers? Yeah, as in how do you learn how to because you said like you have nothing right, right? Yeah. So right. how how does how did this was this a learning process and how do you actually get to that point? Um actually our team we, we do really like to research because when we find a problem technically Google is our best friend. So get help from Google. After that in we'll get help from the uh, RP the uh, institutional portion okay. and also Alex at the point of time. Okay. So that's why we started off with Alex and RP's SSS. So they really taught us a lot because we have a lot of mentors, business mentors, okay. just to get us through how can we read this number, how can we derive this particular number, etc. So as time goes by, we get better, but definitely we got things that we still don't know which mm-hmm. we want to improve on mm-hmm. um, as a team together. But Definitely, their help plays a very big role at the point okay. because they are the one explaining why do we have to do this. And uh, I would say that uh, we are very grateful also because my father, Junior, mm-hmm. uh, his father is also running our business. So his father is also guiding him through along the way as well when he started. So we are very fortunate for people that is coming to, into our life at that point of time when we are still very young, mm-hmm. I would say, and inexperienced. We're still very young. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, our business is okay. still very young. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I think with their help, we are actually able to um, be who we are today. But technically, we are still learning mm-hmm. because we, we feel that there is a lot of uh, things that we have to learn yet. Okay. Uh, so, there's never something that we know. Okay. Okay. Okay, right now, I'm just going to like ask you like, the business part of it, right? So, if, if let's say, right, because right now you've actually mentioned like mentors, your institutional staff, and then yeah. your VCs and the approach, and you need to kind of like know the ideation of the business. Yeah. And, and how you want to kind of take it, right? Yeah. Okay. So right now, right, if, if let's say someone like, like for example, someone were to like come to you, right, and then kind of like ask you like, so if you were to like kind of like break down into like the steps of things, like what, what are the things that you would suggest? Like for example, first, maybe, I don't know, to your, according to your experience, mm-hmm. like first, maybe get a mentor or second, validate your idea. Or, mm-hmm. So how would you kind of at like least that, that down as if someone were to ask you the as Mm, yeah. I would say there is no right or wrong uh, when it comes to whether is it supposed to be first or second because it varies from each individual. 
But for our point of view, where we started, we actually started from uh, validating the idea first. Okay. Then we have business mentor to actually guide us through because we have a certain amount of uh, maybe numbers to actually show our mentors that actually we have already done this validation portion. Just that how we're going to move forward from there and we do have our ideas to move forward but whether our ideas is good to move forward or not mm-hmm. or how should we tweak it. So I think uh, validation for me and then mentor and then when it comes to mentorship there is a lot of different portion of mentorship uh, about investment, about numbers, about how you're going to Obviously, get money, monetize your idea. How do we do so? What are different steps? Then it will come to your tech portion. How your tech going to run? What is different milestone? Are you going to hit or not? So I think there's plenty. There is a lot of different leads down the lead, down the whole entire entrepreneurship journey. But I would guess like which comes first, it will still depends on your business model, I would say, and also your business nature and who you are from the start. Like, are you looking at that first? Because sometimes people might say, oh, I think getting a mentor first would be better. But for our point of view, our team whole point of view through that, I think validating our ideas is essential. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, and plus along the way, so you you surely come to a roadblock yeah. and then you got to kind of like solve it and figure it out anyways, right? So yeah. there's, I mean, so the, 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 the advice, I mean, I'm assuming it's probably mm. just if you've got something, you just got to do it, yes. right? Because if you don't, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, right? Mm. I would say that there's a couple of times that we met roadblocks, be it um, tech milestone, be it uh, how we want to manage the team is also another issue. Uh, how we want to get customers to retain, that's another issue as well. But throughout these roadblocks, definitely there is like the uh, moment whereby we feel that, is it, um, should we go on? But every single time, I think I have a very, very powerful founder here. I believe there's many roadblocks along the way, be it to say tech milestones, uh, how to actually retain customer and etc etc. Many many roadblocks. Uh, that is very very common in a startup. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we are still very young, we want to experience into all the different parts and then that's where we actually have roadblocks along the way. Yeah. But we have this very very optimistic founder okay. as usual. Uh, that's why he's the founder. So, uh, but don't mistake us, we are all very, very uh, optimistic. Just that definitely at some point of time, we are like, um, we are so tired, like, can we not do it and stuff like that. But I believe a team is very, very central. Um, because we have the founder that is always looking so far ahead of us and always encouraging our team, okay. always telling us that if you, let's say today this roadblock, if you didn't really make this roadblock today. Mm-hmm. Do you think that in future you will still escape from this roadblock? Definitely you will still meet this roadblock but how serious is, it, is the roadblock or how long do you need to actually um, pass these obstacles or even roadblocks? So it's good to, that's what he always tells us, it's good to experience roadblocks from the initial start. That's where we can um, dive through, dive fast as a team. Yeah. So um, with his very kind notes to the whole team. That's, I think that's why we actually persevere. Okay. Um, it's tough, it's very tiring, lack of sleep. It's not like those people that say, oh, you run your business, you can stay in a resort and shake leg. But <laughs> that's not true. It's <laughs> totally not true. Yeah. Because uh, every single time we need to be here, we need to station here. Any single issues, we need to be upfront and then to solve it first. Yeah, yeah so roadblocks are good. We shouldn't uh, think it as a bad thing. We should think it as a learning curve, mm-hmm. as a point that as a learning point where everybody learns as a team together. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. But that's how we view it. Okay. So, but there, I mean, definitely there will be moments where you just want to give every like. But the thing is, you've actually come so far already, right? Yeah. Like you built, like <laughs> you built so much already, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, but never, never, never once in our head is even though we face reward, but never once in our head we ever thought of giving up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what we all believe in, mm-hmm. and until today we still believe in what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the spirit that we all have. Uh, yeah. So we. We don't tend to give up easily. Like we are the how how do I how do I use an object to actually explain an animal? Like okay. where we get slapped and then we just stand up again. We get slapped and we get stand up again. I mean I mean that's us. Like okay okay yeah. So that kind of spirit. Then we'll keep running fast and we will work as a very good team together. That's mm. what we say because without my team, without my founder team, I think we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't go through so many obstacles together. Yeah. So. Something valuable. Okay. Yeah. I mean, listening to your story, right? I mean, it it sounds like it. Okay, like you know, people always say, right? Like maybe ninety nine percent is hard work and then one percent is luck, right? Yeah. I mean, do you consider <laughs> yourself? I don't know. Do you consider yourself lucky in the sense that because from the from the get go, from the very beginning, right? It, it's. I mean, the foundation is really kind of like there. It's mm. just that you know, yeah, you might have to find like building the team and all that, right? Yeah. So, is that to a certain extent that you, because you mentioned that you were lucky to kind of like met your yeah. your mentors and stuff yeah. like that, right? Correct. So is this like, but not I don't know if I mean have you like ever encountered like other businesses where they like I don't know because I think the relevance or the the perspective of struggles are very different, right? Yeah, yeah. So right. do you guys consider yourself lucky in that sense? Mm, I would say definitely that one percent luck is like true to us. We feel that one percent luck because, uh, I do have friends that uh cannot reach out to any mentors. I don't know why, but maybe the mentor just is too busy or they can't even find VCs or how do they even start, how do we even find investors. We count ourselves very lucky uh, because we have institutional to support us, RPSSS, and then that's why we meet Alex, we meet Space Ventures. That's why we kickstart our first investment with him. So I would say that sometimes I luck plays a little role on it. But at the same time, I think keeping your mindset very right and very focused is another thing that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think sometimes people tend to drift a little bit from their mindset mm-hmm. and then they say like, um, hey, actually, I doubt what I'm doing. So investors, mentors, they sense it very quickly <laughs> when, you actually, when, you, when you actually doubt what you're doing. Because the only work, I, I believe all mentors and investors, they really want to invest or invest their time or invest their money in somebody in a startup that really focus and really believe in what they do. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I would say that mindset, luck, all ties together. Yeah. Okay. So we need to be very focused. So that's the reason why when we don't know, we say we don't know. Okay. We don't try to say that we know. And then if we need help, we really voice out that we need help. So the honesty, that part in a sense, because I know everyone is still learning anyways, yeah, right? Yeah, correct. Question is, do you believe that investors, or because there's a lot of like like people saying that investors be, investors will invest in the founders, mm, mm, mm. right? Do you do you? I mean, I mean, you've been through so many, like yeah. yeah. So do you believe that as a, I mean, in your point, I mean, in your own words, in your point of view, that does mm. that is that you know true yeah. or is that does that play a role? From my point of view, just from my point of view, yeah, how I feel, yeah. I feel that uh, they do see your business idea mm-hmm. and they do see the founders in it mm-hmm. as well because. Technically, what investors tell us, your idea is just an idea, but the soul of the whole idea is still the founders coming together to build the whole thing. 
So it's like an all-rounded thing. So it's like a package together. So they often look at things like in a package instead of just your idea itself. Because um, I think everybody sees it like, for example, when a company IPO, the founders left, the company just did, just died immediately. Because that's uh, what we heard of, because the soul of the company is gone and everything is just, it just broke down. Like, that kind of feel. So, on my point of view, I think yes, they see the idea and the founders together. Because the vision is the founders anyway, right? Yeah. And no one else can envision the same vision as yes, the founders, founders or the, the founding team, right? Yes, correct. Because you are setting the context right from the start. You are looking at this way. But when other founders came in and then do the same thing as you, they might not think it this way. So, I would, I would still think that, yeah, they actually invest in people and also the idea. Mm, yeah, I mean it's true. It's true. I mean, if you really think about it, it is. I mean, the soul of the business is the people that yeah. kind of envision it in the first place, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay, going to touch a bit about uh, being a young entrepreneur and being a woman. Mm. Do people like, you know, do people take you seriously? I think as a woman uh, in business, it's very typical. It's if let's say I were to tell you business today, mm. and uh, what will you envision in a business? A business is always tied to a guy. A guy will always be a boss. He will be always be a CEO. He will always be the top. But if today I will tell you, example, I know there's a lot of girl, girl bosses out there. Uh, not to say like oh white guy, not to stereotype anything, yeah, but for sure. when people think of business, people also tie it with guy business instead of girl business. Mm. So I've been always been thinking like, why not people, why don't people think it as business, go and guy. Mm. Yeah. So I do meet my troubles to voice out as a woman before, uh, maybe for the initial start. Um, because maybe, preferably because I'm young, because uh, I would say that I have no, not much experience as before and maybe my gender, mm-hmm. ultimately still my gender. Because they feel that guys things think faster in a logical way, but in girls they feel that oh maybe they're just not so kind of boss. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Uh which I feel that I experienced some kind of negativity before. Okay. Like when I meet clients, when I meet potential customers. Uh but I managed to work it out. Mm-hmm. Because uh I think all the clients and all the customers that I meet just want a very confident person to talk to them, mm-hmm. to know what I'm selling, to know what I'm actually bringing value to them. So, women, yes, very hard to get in business because of certain mindset in the society. Um, but I believe with our hard work, with all the different mechanics or ways to actually bring our voice out, it's workable. Mm-hmm. But just that, how are we going to do it? And how are we going to portray ourselves? It's very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I don't know, kids. I mean, I've, I mean, I've had my own encounters, right? And it's the same thing as in, like, you know, they won't imagine that you're like the girl boss and stuff. Every time you're like going in with your like manager and stuff like that, they always assume that yeah. the guy, yeah, the guy is the boss, and then you are just, you know, the, the yes. yeah. So, but how do I say this? Uh? Because you mentioned that. Because I guess in a way, to a certain extent, they, I, I don't know. Um, do you think like, like for example, women or girls in general, in general, okay, or in your own kind of perspective? That they need, we, we need to kind of like be more confident and put ourselves out there, yeah. right? As in, but 
So what, what, what are your thoughts? But it's not as easy as it is because when you, you know, and there, there are certain like um, struggles and there are certain dis- discrimination against like, for example, like I'm a, like gender yeah. based, right? I mean, we've, we've encountered it. I mean, yeah. I've encountered it personally. So it's hard and sometimes it can really bring you down because why am I, when, why am I being brought down just because I'm a, yeah, correct. So I mean, from how, how can we, how, how did you kind of like, Take that, that step up and say, "Hey, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna build my confidence. How how do you, how do you do it? In a sense, mm. again, I would say that uh, around me, everybody around me is very supportive of mm. what I do. My founders, he's a he, uh, Junior is a he. So he really empowered me. Mm. Uh, my entire marketing team, my entire e-commerce expert team, it's almost all made up of women. Okay, and um, technically not because I just want to hire women, but they just afflict to me. They're just the chemistry, that's why I actually hired them. But how we actually stand up in stage and be confident about um, us being a boss, I would say definitely is how you want to convey your message and what is your mindset. It still ultimately comes to your mindset. Then technically, sometimes you actually feel that, yeah, I'm a boss, but why am I treated this way? Why am I treated as like I'm a manager when I actually enter a meeting with a guy when I should be a boss? Uh, I would say that it takes some time, definitely it takes some time, some courage, a leap of faith to say that, hey, actually, um, I'm doing this and I hope that you respect me as a boss as well because I'm talking to you, I'm bringing values to you uh, and I hope that you, my ideas are actually getting across to you and I'm confident about what I sell. I believe it's the confidence, the self-awareness in yourself to actually bring uh, the message across to anyone in the room out there to say that hey I'm actually running something and I think it's bringing value to you guys mm-hmm. so why not you just hear what I have mm-hmm. yeah okay. so I would say um, maybe that's the reason why I stand up today because I feel that um, it's hard for a woman boss but there, there is a lot of woman boss out there okay. I cannot deny mm-hmm. and they are doing very well yeah, yeah. Okay. so I'm also learning from that mm-hmm. yeah okay because you mentioned that woman boss right okay so who are your like your role models mm. that you look up to kind of because I'm sure you will have like mentor too yeah. or, or people that, or women that you know are like badass women yeah. you know what I mean not really badass <laughs> but I would say that they are very straightforward mm. and okay. they tend to voice out their comments or their thoughts very openly okay so I have two different mentors Ayla mm-hmm. uh, and Shannon so Ayla is uh, a lady she's working with let's say she have a lot of bosses upon up her but she's an advisor so she's one that brings ideas very straightforward to you if she feel that this is wrong and this is how you should not run it she will just tell you very straightforward it sucks and it's not gonna run so it depends whether you want to listen to her or not but ultimately what she says bring you a lot of different thinking process like okay it, it sucks what do i do next and stuff if you were to think through all this process, she'll actually guide you through. Okay. So she's a very systematic person and she really holds her values and her thoughts very up there. So maybe you say that if she feels that because she got many experience and then when she comes to bring an idea, she doesn't expect you to follow, mm-hmm. but um, she would tell you and advise you this way, but it's up to you whether you want to follow or not. Okay. So she's, uh, I like her I like her being very straightforward and like her being able to really hold her thoughts and her position because she's handling all the guy bosses. <laughs> Imagine she's advising all the different companies, but all men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really admire her for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and whereby for Shannon, uh, mm-hmm. she's based in Thailand. Uh, she is also a very powerful woman. She deals with e-commerce in Thailand. She built a very woman-centric e-commerce marketplace okay. just for Thailand women, uh, for mummies, for women, for ladies, etc. And she proved me that hey, she ran a company, and all guys are actually under her. Okay. She's the top. Uh, why women can't do so? Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, she looked at things very far. She can work as a man too. Her mindset is like a man. Okay. But she's a woman. Okay. Yeah. So I really look up to both of them because they really show me how women can actually change the world. Mm-hmm. It's not just men in the business world. But women has their own perspective in the business world as well. So these two very key players, key mentors of mine, I really look up to them and I speak to them. And that's and they are always encouraging me to step up, mm-hmm. um, and to have my own voice as well. Yeah, not because I'm, I have my founder on top, but I can also step up as well. Yeah, and be myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think with them, with, I also look at all those different businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are also women bosses. So I ask myself if they can do it. Definitely, I'll have to find somewhere that I can do it and have voice out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that matters. Okay. In, in your point of view, it's, it's very important to have women representation, right? Yeah. So that girls or like, like people like you and me kind of, kind of like look up and say, hey, if there's another woman doing, doing it, like why can't, can't I? Yeah. Right? Okay. So is it important to have women representation in that sense? Mm, I feel that um, from my point of view, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a person that... Uh, because I feel that I saw this particular society so that I very much want to do something to it and um, I very much want to bring the confidence of women up because I want to show the world that not because you are a woman that's why you undervalue or overvalue or whatsoever I mean we have our point of view as well and um, women can think differently but at the same time maybe adding more values to even to men in a company so Women representative, I would say, because of their mindset. Men and women think it differently. Yeah. And uh, we, we think it, maybe we are more cautious. We are more, uh, maybe just very precise in what we do. Very little nitty-gritty we will actually bring out and try to amend it. But men just bring it through. Something like that. I, okay. I mean, just a general perspective, but from my point of view. Okay. Um, but technically, both sides have values to each other. Yeah. Actually, yeah, actually it's true because I mean you can't have one set of the same same yeah. to kind of like run something right. Yes. I mean the diversity. I mean it's not even talking about women and men. It's talking about a different perspective, a different aspect of how you want to run things, right? Yes. Because you know we just have one set of like yeah. So it's like one set of SOP. Yeah. Then you just follow the SOP, which yeah. is which is like mm, meh. Like you okay. shouldn't even do. You should even follow SOPs. Both should actually help each other to think. So it's just how we want to see. Because you mentioned Junyong, it okay. It's also important. I feel that for men to kind of like support women in that sense, right? Like he for she, kind of. Yeah. Because they, they. I mean, these men, like you know, the founder, like like Junyong, kind of see the value of how you know different perspective or how women run yeah. things and all that can kind of like support mm. support that and then and, and that's actually very nice to hear. Yeah. 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 That, that's really quite nice for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because not uh not okay. I would say not every man. Uh, really thinks it this way and yeah. really sees the gap in the society. Yeah. So I'm thankful for him to actually spot the gap with me when I told him about this and mm-hmm. he fully understand why I'm feeling this. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and then he supported me all the way. And he supported all my managers because all my managers are women. Okay. So he had to, I would say, because uh, we are almost all ladies in the company. Okay. And uh, we proved him wrong, technically. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then I think that's why he kind of look at look at things a different different. So yeah, I think that that that, that opportunity that, or that one chance, right, for people to kind of open their mind and not just have that very one mind, one one minded thought. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's very nice to hear because not all men are like that. Yeah. And it's very nice. For the opportunity to be given, you know, yeah, really a good opportunity. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's a good leader, right? In the sense, right? Because I mean, yeah, he doesn't really discriminate. Like everybody in our company, everybody has their freedom of speech. Mm. Uh, we always have this culture like, I'm your boss, mm-hmm. but when we are doing your freedom of speech thingy a day or month, you can just voice out anything. You can even say, uh, what is bad about me? What is my weakness? How should I change it? Yeah. We don't categorize ourselves like in a hierarchy. I'm the boss, you cannot see me and stuff like that. We are very open. We normally do this every single week just to see out, point out whose weaknesses and how can we change the weaknesses to a spread. Yeah. So I think that's the reason why um, Julian wanted it entirely in a different way. Our founders wanted it in a different way. Yeah, because we want everybody to feel as though that it's important. Not because you're a man, you're a guy, you're a boss. Yeah. So you have the rights to do so. We give everyone the same rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That's, that's good culture. Good culture to be in. in yeah, that sense. yeah, I think everybody like the culture because I like the culture because, <laughs> like, I can see to Junior freely like actually you do you are doing something that is wrong or I don't dis- I disagree what you are doing. Yeah, and anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel better. You know, freedom of speech. Yeah, that's true. I think that's very important. Yeah, it's good culture. How does your day look like? I'm sure, I'm sure there's like endless <laughs> meetings because you know trying to grow the business and all yeah. that. So how does Amanda's day, day look like? like? <laughs> okay, my day woke up at uh, very early seven. Okay. Um, do some work, have breakfast have if breakfast. I have time. <laughs> if I have time, okay. if, I, if my meetings are at eight thirty, uh-huh. normally it doesn't. It starts at nine. Okay. Uh, if it starts at eight thirty because of some special cases, then I would just rush off. Mm-hmm. Uh, prepare and rush off to work. An entire meeting is packed with meetings with clients, etc. With uh, team meetings. So, at about late afternoon, I would normally call my team because uh, our team is actually based in KL. Mm-hmm. So, the majority of the team is actually in KL. So, when I actually have to communicate with them, I communicate through phone and Skype. Okay. So every day, I would I would always call my managers about late afternoon. I'll check them out, see how is it, how is things, how's progress, do you need help, what are the things that you need help with. We'll drag maybe until 4 or 5, then we'll settle down, then we'll do some admin stuff. So technically, this is my whole day. Meetings, 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 then meeting my team, then do some admin stuff, and then hit for dinner. That's all. Okay. Do you ever miss the leisure of having to, to like just... Relax. Do you even take time to kind of like self-care for yourself? That is the question. I mean, you know? Yeah, now I would say no. <laughs> okay. For these two years, no. Okay. No self-rest. Every day is on my work. But I'm not complaining like on my still to I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Extremely loving it because I'm meeting uh, people. I'm meeting prospects. I'm meeting everybody like in the entire life that I have never met before. Mm-hmm. I've never tried experiencing uh, talking to every single people from all walks of life. I never. Mm. So these two years has been a very enriching one. Mm. I never once complain, even though it's tired. But I feel it's very fruitful. Every single day, it's 
some is a day to worth to be in, uh, living in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really appreciate the opportunity given. Uh, I really like what I'm doing. So I, I never thought of like resting because it keeps me going. Because I have my team and my team is so supportive. Mm-hmm. So I, to me, I feel that I'm so I'm so grateful that I have a team that's supportive and also mm-hmm. telling me to push on. So technically, we give us, we give all of us a good vibes. Every single time we like tell each other, we say like, don't give up, don't give up. When we meet an obstacle, we say that we are finishing the obstacle soon. We're going to get past it. Just, um, just bite onto our teeth, clench our teeth, um, just huddle through, just hustle through this, and then we'll get it past. Yeah. So that's all the different sportive thoughts that I have for my team. And then they told me that they told me that boss. They never call me boss. Like, they just call me by my name. They just say, oh. Manda, you know, I feel that the, I feel the tension today. Yeah, they will always reflect to me. Mm-hmm. It's quite we have a close relationship with our our team. Okay. So every single time they will just tell me after what they say. Manda, actually, I'm very very tired. But you know, I just feel that we are really reaching that end goal. And why are we not? Why don't we hustle through and then just hustle through each other and just get it passed? Mm-hmm. And then we will get it passed, and then it will be better. Mm-hmm. And that's what they told me. No, I didn't even tell them because that was very. At the end of the day, when we actually hustle through this, we learn something very valuable as a team, um, as our company. Yeah. So, which when I hear from them, I feel very thankful because I don't have to tell them this, but they told me this. You know, so I'm like, yeah, okay, because of you guys, that's the reason why I am today, and that's the reason why company sells. Yeah, for the entire thing together. Yeah. So I'm really glad. Very, very grateful. Yeah. Every single time I say that, it's team effort. It's not me. It's not Junyong. It's not my founder. It's everybody. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got you've got a very good culture going on. I think that's very important. That, yeah. I mean, it really is how. Yeah. I think to make it uh, to look at a long way, your team plays a very important, right. definitely important. Because they are the one that is your ex your asset of your whole company. Yeah, sure. Without them, you will not be getting so many customers, serving your customers, yeah. etc. So. I would. I'm. I'm a very people-oriented person. Uh, I tend to tie a lot of emotions, a lot of relationship, with all my, all the people that I met with. Yeah, not particular with people that treat me badly, but <laughs> everyone that treat me well. Okay. Technically, I will. I, I'm okay with everyone. Yeah, I'm. I'll say that I. I'm not a person that okay. Hi, bye, and then you go. Yeah, because every meeting that we meet. There is certain content that we feel the human touch. Mm-hmm. I like to involve a lot of human touch in mm-hmm. everything that I do, because yeah. I feel that that's what brings people. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's very true. Is the is a human connection? I mean, yeah, it sometimes people are missing that. I mean, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, personally feel sometimes that we are kind of like missing the human connection yeah. to a lot of things. Um, but well, yeah, yeah. I feel that it's still, yeah, yes, for sure it's. Important. Okay, because you mentioned something about like, okay, so right now there's no rest for you, but you are taking care of yourself, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I think. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. What? How? I mean, because right now you, because you mentioned about, you know, the next step, the next step, the next step, right? So, how do you, how do you and your founder see combined style to be in like two to three years? I know it's, it's but you surely will have a plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. Mm. For business expansion or growth, right? Technically, we are looking out of Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, we would want to uh, 
enter to all the different Southeast Asian countries first. Mm-hmm. So I think particularly is Malaysia, Thailand, Indonesia, Philippines. Uh, I think that's the marketplaces that we, that's the market that we want to go to first. Uh, and then slowly to all the different Southeast Asian countries. Okay. Yeah, so I think this is what we could expect for the next two or three years. Okay. Yeah. So far so good, right? Yeah, so far everything is good. It's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, Okay, let's let's do you have anything you wanna like add on before we go to like some fun questions? Uh no, I'm good. I think I shared most of the things that I yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talk about your struggles, talk about your the joy. I mean I think I can see in your eyes that the joy is actually coming from the work that you do and the people behind it. Which is very important because you don't dread it, right? Yeah. Don't dread to work. I wake up and then just do work. Yeah. <laughs> which is quite uh it's quite weird because I think in Singapore everybody's like, Oh, I have to go to work. But I really love my work. I wake up and then I'll just do my work. Yeah. That's good. That is really good. I think um it's my company, okay, combined self and my team. This this two very simple. Simple, two different factors. Yeah, it's like because I have a very good team. Uh, they are very supportive, and as a leader of their team, I think I should step up and be better, and to really lead them as the shepherd okay. for all my ships behind. And yeah, without them, without them encouraging me every day, telling me that it's fine, it's fine, it's okay, we can just do amendments, no worries, you can just. Um, do your things and I'll come back to you. So it's that trust in the team, that bond in the team that drives me every single day. Yeah, to do better and better and better for them. Okay. That is your wife. It's a very beautiful wife. Yeah. What is something most people don't know about you that you're really proud of? Mm, I would say that there's not something that I'm really proud of yet. I'm okay. still trying to learn and be better for myself. Okay. But I think something that people don't know about me is um, I'm very, very friendly. <laughs> Sometimes I can just speak to somebody which I don't know okay. for a long, 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 long time okay. until maybe they just want to leave. And say, okay, so sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that you want to leave, but okay, sorry that I speak too long. Okay. Every time I will come up with, sorry that I think I speak too long. Okay. Yeah, which is, maybe something that people don't know about me. Because maybe, maybe when I'm firm, maybe when I'm in business, I'm just short and small. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, okay, stop, okay, stop. <laughs> but technically, I like to mingle around with okay. people that I don't know, or new strangers, or new people, new clients, new perspectives, anyone that can listen to what I speak to, because I speak very long sometimes. But pardon me for those people that actually hear me speak so long. Okay, yeah. so you're introvert. Ex- I mean, I'm assuming extrovert. I'm a very extrovert. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm okay. a very, very extrovert. Okay, okay um, what is your most humbling experience? Mm, I would say definitely joining the Singapore Youth Entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, in that competition, actually, I'm quite surprised that uh, I'm nominated for that award. And I, went, I just try. I, I just try, and then I want to see how I fare. I just want to learn from there. And then, to my utmost surprise, oh my gosh, the whole okay, there is girls participants, but the finalist is all men, and I'm like, oh my god. And you're the finalist too, right? Yeah, finalist. one of the finalists, right? Yeah, I, I got a silver award. Okay. Yeah, so that's gold, silver, bronze for that university category. Okay. So I'm like, oh, wow, I did manage to get past uh, all the different nominees and then I got, list, I got like shortlisted. shortlisted to be 
top. I forgot which number. I forgot how many, but okay. top ten or top fifteen. Okay. Then I pitch at the final stage, which is quite surprised because I really never thought that I would actually enter the competition and then be a finalist. Okay. I just went in, just wanting to learn and mingle around and meet new people as okay. I always do. So I'm like, oh, okay, like I enter. So what's next? And then I try to pitch and all those in front of like, I'll say, two hundred audiences okay. with all the panel of judges, and then I got selected. Like Silver bodies for wow. yeah. 2018. 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's Silver Youth National Award. Okay. Uh, International Award. Yeah. Okay. So, very, very good experience. Uh, didn't even know that I would actually get something, but I thought of just learning. Okay. Yeah. And then, it's good that I get something, but um, I will continue learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. You, okay, you mentioned. Wait, shit. Shit, shit. I said shit. Sorry, yeah. I um, Hang on, I lost my thought. You mentioned that okay. First, I want to ask you about the pitching part, right? Yeah. So digress a bit, ah, from the, the questions. No worries. You got used to it, right? Pretty much, right? Pretty Was much. it hard the first few times? Oh. Because I mean, having to, especially having to kind of like pitch your idea in front of like an audience. Yeah. Right. So, do you? You've overcome the. Do you ever get nervous now? Ah, uh, it's you know it's like what you do because te- right now right it's what you do every day right yeah. technically right yeah. so do you get nervous especially like in front of audience and investors mm. especially in front of investors nervous wise a little sometimes okay. it still exists every single time nervousness okay. is not something that you can take away mm. uh but pitching to investors is like a it's almost a norm every single time mm-hmm. or pitching idea because we're always telling clients what we are selling but we're benefiting them so technically to me i'm still fine but i'm still learning and grasping the way how can i be better it's not speaking um for me i, I find it in a I look, I look at things in a different way i feel that uh, when i just speak up people understand what i'm telling them mm-hmm. then they can feedback to me what they feel confused about then i can learn from that okay so nervous wise yes i would say but uh, you will get better at some, at some past experience along the way. Mm. So okay, I mean okay again because you mentioned about like like sometimes investors do like throw out questions like like about like numbers and all, like numbers and all that. Have you ever encountered something that you are not able to answer? Mm. And then how does that? I mean, is that it's like a learning lesson, right? Yeah. So how how did how do you deal with that? Normally, I would just say, hmm, I think that's a very good question. Okay. Uh, but I have something like that it might not entirely be what you are looking at for numbers. Uh. I might miss out this. I might have not miss. I might have maybe overlooked or maybe I haven't really looked into it yet. But give me some time. I'll get it to you. But maybe after the pitch or something. Yeah. So you've actually learned to kind of like maneuver how to adapt to that kind of the the situations, right? Okay. Yeah. But it's still, how you want to play it, lah. But try not to go out unprepared. I haven't met uh, that that your scenario, question. Right? Yeah, that okay. scenario before. So. If it's me, I won't normally do it this way. Okay. Yeah. But we always go out with prepared. Yeah, because you're in front of investors you and you don't know your numbers, and then they'll be like, why are you pitching to me? Yeah, Which right. is quite bad. Yeah. Yeah. So do you usually pitch by yourself or all your uh, junior and um, yourself? Junior and me. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. different aspects, right? You guys cover kind of cover different yeah, aspects, different, right? Yeah, correct. So, so we cover okay. more of the different part of it. I cover mm-hmm. another right. sector. So and that would be your advice if let's say someone wants to pitch, right? Because... Alone, you might not know all the answers. Yes, correct. Yes. You need a team. Okay. Yeah, okay. Need a team. Okay. 
Um, okay, okay. If today was your last day, mm. okay, what are the three truths? I mean, truths are perspective, you can't perspective. Three truths or lessons that you want to kind of leave behind. Mm. I would one say is uh, be confident, uh, have the right attitude, and always believe in what you do. It's the main thing for me. And I would say for ladies out there, don't shy if you have any ideas. Try it out, try it, you never know. And most importantly, as a lady, be confident. Lastly, I would say that um, you alone can't make the whole thing be better or can't make your company prosper. You need the whole team behind you. Yeah. So I team efforts. So I think these three points is what I would want people to achieve yeah, when they envision it. Okay. I mean, I see the traits. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, fun questions. Okay, so this is the last bit of it where we're going to kind of like uh, five seconds fun. So the top of your head, okay? Okay. Okay, okay. okay sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Just ask me. Okay, I'm fine. So, I'm good. Okay. So, um, craziest thing you've ever done? Craziest thing I've ever done? Mm-hmm. Must it be in like company? No, it doesn't matter. Anything in your life. Oh, bungee jumping. Bungee jumping. How was it? Um, it was fun. It's but, scary at first, but it still took the courage. Leave Okay. Do it or you are up there already, so you just have to jump. You jump. Yeah. Okay. So that's your craziest thing you've done. Okay. Yeah. There's, I mean, the strangest thing you've ever said to a stranger. Oh, I see. Uh, I mean, a stranger on a train to, if I'm not wrong, I think on Japan in Japan. Okay. <laughs> and I asked the person, "Why are you dressed like that?" <laughs> just yeah, me. because I think he dressed like you know. Oh, he. He's a man, I just like a lady. Okay. Yeah, and then maybe I, I don't know what happened to me that day. I just say like, why, why are you dressed? Because it's so cold. Uh-huh. He just wear a mini skirt okay. and a singlet. Then my first question was like, why are you dressed like that? Are you not cold? Okay. And he looked at me like, hang on. Like, don't ask me that kind of question. So I okay. Sorry. <laughs> so I think that broke. I think only that conversation that broke. Like, I didn't continue. Okay. Yeah, because I think I'm just curious, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, I tend to ask questions very quickly. I never think, never filter through your heart. Yeah, but because that's casual. Okay. Business, I won't filter, but that's schedule, so I just oh, ask this question. And then he kind of got turned off. So okay. I, okay, so sorry. I just walked away. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. That is the strangest thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, money or happiness? It depends, right? But money or happiness? And your interpretation of it. Your, your interpretation mm-hmm. of it. I'll say it ties through together. Okay. Um, monetary cannot buy happiness. Yeah. Um, happiness to me is family, health, uh, family being together. To me, I'm a very family-oriented people. I tend to tie family a lot to what I do. So, um, never, never in the world money can buy happiness. From my definition of it, you cannot be super rich. You can okay. You can be man- materialistic happy. Mm-hmm. You can buy all the things you want. LV, Chanel, branded goods, everything. But at some point of time, at some point of day, you will think, do I have somebody that can emotionally or mentally support me? Yeah. Okay. So, to me, I would say it ties both. Because you still have to survive. You still need money. Yeah. yeah so, it's still good. What is your, what is your spirit animal? Spirit animal for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll see a leopard. Leopard? Okay, why? Um, a leopard run fast. And I would say I poach for talent very quickly. Okay. Yeah, I like to look for talent. And when that thing is really good, 
I will really hunt that person down until I make it my prey. <laughs> you sound scary now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not so scary, but you know, in a perspective, like, I'm just driven. Mm, okay, yeah. okay. I would go for all sorts of ways just to keep uh, going to do the best for the company always. Mm. Yeah, so I will see that. And it's also, and I want to portray in a leopard is a little bit fierce. Mm. Not, not that I'm fierce, just that um, I might come to think I'm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my decision is firm as well. Okay. Yeah, so I would see maybe leopard can best represent me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now we know leopard. Okay. Yeah. So if you had a superpower, what would it be? Whoa, that question that I always ask my team. Okay. So you better have the answer though. I'm sure you have the answer. Yeah. Okay. I would say that mm, I need more time. Okay. I will create more time. For this. Okay. Yeah. Is there ever a superhero that can create? Uh, what's that guy? Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he can time travel. Yeah, yeah. He rewinds and forwards time. Yeah, I would say that I would want to prolong time. Twenty four hours for us is not enough. Okay. Yeah. So if I have the superpower, I hope I can prolong time. I can not sleep as well. I can don't sleep. Yeah. I can just stay healthy and don't sleep. Okay. Yeah. It's quite scary, but I really hope I can do that. Okay. What is your very own definition of legacy? Mm, I would say that um, when I actually are not in this world anymore, I feel that people remember me as something good that I do for the society. Yeah. Technically, I want to bring values to the society because I think there's a lot of people out there that actually need help. Not that people doesn't come to help, not that people didn't spot the problem, but I would say that I really want to, I really want to people, I really want people to remember me as helping the society in a great terms. Mm. Yeah. And mm, they don't have to remember who I am, but they just have to remember that um if you have this problem, there is a solution out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we don't have to remember. just have to remember the solution. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's it. You wanna add anything else? Anything else you wanna kinda of like, you know, share with the with the world out there? I would say that be true and persevere in whatever whatever you do. Um, you never try it, and you never know whether it's successful. So just just try it, and when the time comes that you need to pivot or you need to have a roadblock, cool down, think about it again, just run again. Yeah, I think that's what I always tell. Them. Okay. Just persevere, right? No matter how hard it gets, right? Yeah, because in life there is always an obstacle. Mm. That's true. Yeah. So that's what makes life interesting exciting. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay, so how can we how can you know people kind of like find out what you do? Uh you have a website or Instagram, whatever, or and you yourself, your platform. You don't have Instagram, right? She doesn't have Instagram, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's she's I'm not active. Okay. Yeah, so I close it down. Okay. So um if you want to know more about Combine Cell, reach out to www.combinecell.com. There is a lot of information about what we do there. And if let's say you want to reach me personally, you can just search Amanda um, on LinkedIn. You can just message me or connect me. Okay, yeah. So Amanda LinkedIn. Okay, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's that's it. That's all. Thank you. I mean, really, truly appreciate taking taking the time to really sit down here and kind of like share experiences. No worries. And, and, yeah.